If you have ever felt angry, irritable, or possessive, or perhaps broken out in a rash or embarrassing pimples, chances are you may have what is called a pitta imbalance. The pitta dosha in Ayurveda represents the fire element. You know those type A personalities? Yep, that's pitta. It's amazing for getting shiz done in your life, but like all doshas, it's important to stay balanced and keep that fire under control. And also recognize that imbalance before it takes you over. And that's what this episode is all about. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Nick Broadhurst, and that song you were listening to was a remix of one of my previous releases called Open Wide, and that was remixed by an incredible French artist called Timid, and you can catch that on my upcoming album, which comes out on June 29th, so make sure you head to Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music to grab my debut album, which is super freaking exciting. I've waited my whole life for this. Oh, it feels so good to finally be here. Well, almost. We're about five days away. So once again, just so I avoid repeating myself, please make sure you listen to Ayurveda Series 1 first, which you can find at iamnickbroadhurst.com forward slash 21 through to episode number 24. And if you skipped ahead to this episode because your pitter is so uber competitive, then please Take a chill pill and head back to episode number 77, Your Digestive Fire. Then 78, Rekindling Your Agni or Digestive Fire. 79, The Root Cause of Disease. And 80, The Antidote to Aging. And also 81, How to Balance Vata. And even if you are more Vata or more Pitta or more Kapha, it's really important to understand how to balance each of your doshas. So make sure you listen to every single episode. And listening to this series sequentially is super important because like reading a book, it will make way more sense if you read it in order because it builds up layer upon layer. That's how I have designed it for you. So today we're going to be diving into how to decrease and balance Pitta. And if you've been listening to this show for a while, you will know very well that in 2017, I had a serious Pitta imbalance. And I speak about this in episode 53, why I broke up with Bulletproof Coffee. Now, signs of a pitta imbalance are things like frustration, anger, bitterness, irritability, feeling overly hot, maybe being overly critical, red inflamed eyes and skin, rashes, eczema, anything that's sort of more inflammatory in the body. And also things like acid reflux, they are all signs of a pitta imbalance. But all that is not what I want to focus on. Okay, I want to focus on how we can rebalance that. I want to give you the keys to the Ayurveda matrix so you can start to recognize and decode an imbalance before it takes you over. So let's make it super simple. And for Peter, I want you to think of these three words, moderation, cool, surrender. Moderation, cool, surrender. Now, let's see what we can do with our lifestyle 
to decrease pitta. Okay, because it's one thing to talk about food, but so much of our dosha imbalances come from our lifestyle. And many of us are living lives with very similar, well, not so ideal habits. So we want to make sure that we understand what we can do in our lifestyle to bring our constitution back to its natural balance, right? So to decrease pitta, we want to make sure that we, well, if we can, live in a cool climate because that's going to be really supportive to your naturally hot constitution. But if not, just be super mindful of anything that will overheat you, okay? Really, really important. Spend time with people who calm you. Meditate daily and focus on achieving a sense of peace with yourself and with your friends and family. When you're expressing thoughts or feelings, try to do it in a way which is more constructive and less critical because, oh my gosh, have I been super critical at times and do it in a way which is more supportive to those around you, right? Now, this is an interesting one. Try and use love, the heart, as your operating system, not the head. This may be a challenge for pitters, but it's one of your major spiritual assignments. So, take it on, okay? Life is going to be so much more juicy if you can operate from the heart. Not just for pitta, for all doshas, but most important for pitta, okay? Because we can get so stuck in our heads with that Taipei-driven personality. Next is to be gentle with yourself, especially when exercising. Because being pitta, you will have more reserves than someone who is more vata. But don't abuse those reserves. Respect those reserves. Don't burn yourself out, okay? Practice surrender over control, right? Surrender, so important. You can also do a daily self-massage, which is known as Abhyanga. It's one of the most beautiful self-love practices that you can do. It's so incredible, okay, to just look at your body and touch it, touch it with love. It's amazing. Now, for Pitta, you want a slightly more cooling oil. There are different oils you can use, but my favorite for Pitta is coconut oil. So, you can get maybe quarter to half a cup of warm coconut oil and massage it all over your body and just see how you feel, okay? Now, Melissa prefers olive oil. She's pitta kapha. The coconut oil doesn't work as well for her. So just experiment with what oil feels best for you. And also surround yourself with sweet, soothing music and sweet smells. You could even try maybe diffusing a beautiful quality essential oil from a company like doTERRA. And it could be rose, mint, sandalwood or jasmine, right? I actually carry a roller bottle of rose because I just love putting it on me. Every time I put it on my face, I put it on my third eye, my my throat, it just, oh, I don't know, it just brings me back to my center. It's so good. Okay, on to food because everybody loves to talk about food. And if we're going to be decreasing pitta, we want to favor grounding over light cool over warm or hot, dry over oily, and mild over sharp. Okay, they're the rules. And I could give you a gazillion pitta balancing foods, but as long as you understand the qualities and the tastes, it's going to make life so much more easy for you to navigate when you're not at home, when you're out and about. Grounding over light, cool over warm or hot, dry over oily, mild over sharp. Okay, just remember that. We also can keep in mind the tastes. Okay, there are tastes that we want to favor. And the taste that you want to favor as a pitta 
is sweet, bitter, and astringent. Okay, sweet, bitter, and astringent. Let's talk about each one of those. Now, sweet are foods like fruits. Many of the grains are sweet. Root vegetables and ghee, right? And dairy is considered sweet as well, but I'm not a massive advocate of dairy just because it seems to cause so many allergies for so many people. But why sweet? Okay, why sweet for pitta? Because sweet is cooling and it pacifies heat. But with all things, less is more. Don't overdo it. This is not an excuse to eat everything sweet inside. So you've got to be mindful, okay? This is a taste. This is a taste that can be really supportive for you if you have it in moderation, okay? Now, the next one is bitter. The bitter taste can come from foods such as chocolate. Yep, I said chocolate. Lucky you. Kale, dandelion greens, bitter melon, anything that has that bitter taste, okay? And you can also use spices such as cumin, saffron, and turmeric. And all these foods, these bitter foods, are going to be supporting you because they're cooling. And of course, there are way more foods that you can look up that are bitter. Just head to Dr. Google and check it out. But I want you to understand the main components of a pitta pacifying diet, okay? Now, bitter is great because it's drying, as is the next taste, which is astringent. Now, that subtle drying effect is great for absorbing excess sweat and decreasing pitta in the body. And honestly, the best food to imagine what it feels like to have something astringent in your mouth would be a green unripe banana. It's pretty gross, right? But you can find astringency in legumes such as chickpeas. And honestly, Melissa is obsessed with hummus. She's pitta kapha. She loves hummus. And it's so easy to make. One day I will post my favorite uh, hummus recipe. I've perfected it. It is so silky and so beautiful. You can also have lentils and even soy products, soybeans, if you do eat them. If you do eat soy, I definitely would focus on tempeh, okay? Because it's pre-digested, it's fermented, and it's the whole bean, right? And there are some fruits which have the astringent taste. Uh, Apples, cranberries, pomegranate. Okay, you know these because when you have pomegranate, it does leave that sort of dry taste in your mouth. And there are also vegetables like lettuce, broccoli, cauliflower, fennel, parsley, dill, basil even, and my favorite, which is turmeric. I love turmeric, but it's not so good for my vata, so I have to just use it very, very sparingly. Okay. And pitta is the one dosha that can really benefit from cool or cold water in between meals, but only, only when you're dealing with a pitta imbalance. If you're balanced, you don't need cold water, okay? Because that's going to throw off your digestive fire. So just make sure if you are doing cool water, don't keep doing it. Use it as medicine, right? Think of it as medicine because eventually it can tip the scales the other way towards a vata imbalance by weakening your digestion. So I hope you enjoyed that. That is all about pitta. And as I said, We're talking about the high level concepts here, the things that are going to help you navigate. Okay. You can go and do more research and dive into the specifics, but you now have the main tools for pacifying pitta. So, so good. And in the next episode, we'll dive into balancing kapha. Now, kapha makes me laugh because it's the dosha that most women love to disown, right? Melissa is pitta kapha and she doesn't own the kapha in her as much as the pitta. Because I think women think that the kapha constitution is going to 
mean that they're fat. And no, it's not what it means. In fact, Kaffa comes with so many amazing benefits. I have serious dosha envy. I wish I had more Kaffa. I'm trying to bring more Kaffa into my life all the time. So, if you're not subscribed to this show, please hit the subscribe button so you can get all the future episodes in this Ayurveda series too. And you can catch all of the show notes at broadhurst.world forward slash 82. And you can also get a full transcript of the show. And don't forget to head into iTunes and leave me a radically honest review because I love reading them so much. Tell me what you love. Tell me what you want more of because my friend, I love you and I'm at your service. But I will read out a review because it's something new I've been doing and I really enjoy it. And this one comes from Lizzie Sydney. Very cool. It's a five-star review and she says, As a psychologist, I listen to and recommend to clients a lot of podcasts. And I can honestly say Nick's are the most authentic, inspiring and practical for myself and clients alike. Oh, love that. Thank you. He has such a wealth of knowledge to share and the short length works perfectly for absorbing each new idea. I love the diversity of the topics and I love how Nick really shares of himself. It's super relatable and I have taken some great skills and new ideas into my own life and my work from listening to him. 100% recommend. Thank you, Lizzie, Sydney. I really appreciate that because, you know, I've just started reading these more and, oh, I don't know. It means the world to me, honestly. Please keep leaving me reviews because I do read them and it lights me up. Thank you so much for that. And if you can share this episode on social media, please do. Okay. It makes the world a difference to get this information out into the world when we share it on our socials. And you can tag me at I am Nick Broadhurst so I can see your share and say hello. And last of all, head into Spotify, search for my name, which is now Nick Broadhurst and hit the follow button. And please add some of my music to your favorite playlists. Now, remember today to look up, see the beauty around you, see the beauty within you, embrace all those beautiful parts that sometimes we like to disown because that is such a huge part of staying balanced, right? Be gentle with yourself. If you are more bitter, recognize when that imbalance is coming and use these high-level concepts to rebalance yourself, okay? You have the keys to the matrix now. Use them. Listen to your intuition. And as always, have a beautiful day. I love you heaps. Ciao.
And just before you go, just wanted to let you know that the information and views presented in this podcast are personal and for educational and entertainment purposes only. The information presented is not intended as a substitute for medical or professional advice. Please seek advice from a qualified medical practitioner before starting any new diet, health, or lifestyle practice. There you go. Catch you soon.